Hello, and welcome back to Eventide Radio. This is a fan-made Destiny podcast where we have roundtable discussions about a variety of topics concerning the popular video game franchise. At its core, this show is about having in-depth discussions about the game from a variety of different perspectives. I'm your host, Scotty, and with me are co-hosts Rob, Robbie, and Will. To preview our topics for today, we're going to be talking about what we've been up to over the holiday, uh, what we're doing to prep for Witch Queen, which is coming very soon in February, uh, our hopes and dreams for the Void 3.0 subclass changes, and some thoughts on PvP. So before we get started, let's recap just on this week. Rob, what's one thing you've been up to this week in Destiny? Oh, me? I'm going first? Uh, yeah. This week, I have been farming for palindromes in the GM Nightfall and also farming for Ace Lunas in Grasp of Avarice. Um, yeah. You and trying to get my... will than I do. Yeah. And trying to get uh, my Xur rank up slowly but surely. The grind to 16, I've heard, is is long and tedious. Yeah. Some people did it in two days somehow. Whoa. I don't understand that, but... That's yeah. crazy. Robbie, what have you been up to? What's one thing you've been up to this week in Destiny? Uh, same. I guess some dares, actually. One thing that people may not know about is that it has the same system that you get on the other activities. So if you do more than three in a row, you start getting more experience out of the dares, which is kind of funny because then if you go to the tower or somewhere else, it gets dropped. So, yeah. Don't, really? Don't, Pick up your bounties from orbit with the app or something. Yeah. Right. And if you do that, I think it takes like, and this is going to sound funny, but I think it takes like 69 runs if you yep. would start from zero uh, to get to max. Uh, but yeah, I'm still not there yet. I think I'm around the same, like 11, 13, almost something like that. But I've, I'm taking it slow. I, you know, I haven't been burning myself out on the activity, so I still enjoy it. Cool. That's awesome. So there's like a streak system? Yeah, there is a streak system. Yep. Huh. I never knew that. The more you know. Will, what's uh, one thing you've been up to this week? Um, PvP and grinding dares. Sweet. You've been playing trials? Not today. Last weekend, yes. Last weekend. How'd that go? It was fun. But the, there's some maps that just like need to go. Such as? Uh, do you have all day? <laughs> oh, I see. What? How long does it take you to list five maps? <laughs> I can give you five maps right off my head. I need to go. Um, Excess Blue needs to go, or at least for sixes. Trials, Wormhaven needs to go. Pacifica needs to go. Egg Cliffs is okay for Trials. Sixes, it's just awful. Um, let's see what else. Endless Veil is literally like the only map in the game that is good for sixes, threes, and trials. So, all right, <laughs> that's. Funny. I still can't believe I, I still can't believe they took Dead Cliffs out for a while so that they could oh, fix like the, things. And the spawns it's are as, it's as bad terrible. as it was day one. Yeah, if not worse. Yeah. But the problem is, in my opinion, and this might get a lot of heat. And I'm a warlock main, keep this in mind, but top tree dom blade needs to be adjusted because you play three people on top tree dom blade that can get to B cap in like two seconds, then that's an issue. Like Wait, you, you really don't stand a chance. Half the like before you had two dashes, now you only get one. It's still it's especially on Wormhaven. Or not Wormhaven, but uh yeah, Worm, no, it is it was Wormhaven. If you play a team of three top tree dom blades, good luck getting in the middle because they're they're already in their wrist down, like nades off, blocking. Like it's 
it's a nightmare. Like top tree dawn needs to be adjusted again. And I'm a warlock main, and I'm the last person to say this, but it's it's bad. <laughs> don't, I don't know what the fix is. I don't know if you just give every single class like a good fast movement ability, but top tree dawn is three of them especially is pretty oppressive on maps where B control is extremely important. So yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll 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 get into that um, when we start talking PvP stuff. Yeah, for sure. So the first topic we're oh actually before we do that um the thing I've been up to this week in Destiny I finally got Forerunner I've been playing a little bit of Dares of Eternity um I actually went and played Prophecy the other night uh, that was fine I got I got a shotgun I got an auto rifle and like a fifty five stat rolled uh, chest piece so not terribly exciting but I've been playing a little bit of a little bit of the game. But the thing, the next topic we're going to talk about is um, what we've been doing kind of over this past, like, little holiday break, if you will. So, Rob, over the past couple of weeks, what have you been up to? Have you been venturing out to other games at all? Have you been trying things in Destiny that maybe you haven't touched in a long time? Or have you kind of been doing the same thing as this past week, which is just kind of, you know, grinding out Dares of Eternity and stuff? Yeah, um, so I grounded grinded uh a bunch of glacioclasms uh sorry to rub salt in the wound scotty but no that's okay that's okay um trying to get like a few different quote-unquote god rolls and i'm sitting on how many i'm looking at dim right now i've got like nine in my vault that i need to like siphon down to like two or three but did that um and then i told you guys the other night i i finally kind of bit the bullet and loaded up the thrallway and just got a bunch of catalysts done that I've been sitting on for like years in some cases, like air apparent, like that catalyst came out, I think what last summer and I finally finished it uh, and got a bunch of like triumphs done for my warlock of just like get kills with certain grenades and melees and chain lightning kills. And she did that for a while. Uh, I did that over the span of like two nights. Um, and then. Uh, in terms of doing other stuff, I finally, I had a couple saves in, this is going to sound really, really funny, uh, in Knights of the Old Republic 1 and 2. And so <laughs> I've, been, I've been playing that and finishing That's those cool. off. There's a streamer that I, I watch who went and played Knights of the Old Republic fairly recently, and I was like, oh yeah, I think I've got a save somewhere on there, and I like loaded it up, and I was about halfway through it, and so I was like, yeah, I should finish this, and then I played KOTOR 2 a little bit as well. So yeah, I did that over winter break. This was nice. Cool. That sounds fun. That's fun. That sounds... So you did kind of go off to, to other games a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Sick. Well, I see you've sent, uh, speaking of glacioclasms, you, you got a nice one here. Is that any that's good? I don't know. I was going to delete it. Oh, is that, that, any, is good? that any good? Oh, oh is that any good? That's Shut really up. Funny. That's really funny. So he got a subsistence reservoir burst, which I did not get. And that thing is super cool. Have you played with it, Will? Yeah, it's 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 fun, but I didn't realize like how hard the nerf to fusions was. It takes forever to charge. Uh, yeah, I, mean, I don't yeah. use fusions very often. Although, like, I do have a PvP discussion later about a fusion rifle that I started using last weekend that is busted on all fronts. Which does it rhyme with Schmain ingredient? It does. I Zersold, <laughs> okay. and I was like looking at my inventory. I was like, you know what? I'll just sew something on for the fun of it. Or whatever. It's so stupid. Yeah. It's kind <laughs> of like, I would slide in and like 
I was like, you know, I'll just see if I can hit this person, you know, just for fun. And I'm like one shotting, and I'm like, oh, like I don't feel good about that. So you know, I I don't know. It's super fun though. I, I can't lie. Like I've been like rocking in quick play, and like we play like a fusion team in trials. I'll throw it on, and it's just filthy. Um. Dude, yeah, I love fusions in PvP. But this is also me like discovering fusions for the first time and not playing shotgun hand cannon. So, <laughs> <laughs> wow, trying something new. I'm, I'm sure this is something you guys know already. But yep, man, <laughs> yes. oh man, it is a dirty. <laughs> I felt gross using it. I almost wanted to like send apology letters to every person I killed. <laughs> but it's, it's fun though. Like it's it's a lot of fun. So. It is. Robbie, I see you've sent a Glacioclasm as well with Subsistence Reservoir Burst. So I see everyone mm-hmm. in this call has a Subsistence Reservoir Burst. Glacioclasm, except me. That's lovely. I mean, to, to really subsist the, wounds, <laughs> <laughs> the wounds, I've got like three or four that have fun different variations. Like I've got one that's got Slide Shot and Subsistence in the same role. And nice. yeah, yeah. So, you know, yeah, really, you're... really going to rub that in for a while. Sorry. Thanks so for sharing, that. Rob. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Just... That's okay. It's my fault. I mean, I didn't play that much Destiny after I got, got back from school because I took a big break from Destiny. Tomb Raider, the original Tomb Raider games were on sale on Steam. And I was like, got one of those. It's that's playing. Cool. Uh, yeah, it's fun. It's oh, super yeah, fun. That's... A friend gifted me, actually, the first one. Uh, of the new ones, not because I remember playing the PlayStation ones, the original yes. ones back in the day. But so I've never played these these new ones, and I started playing the first one as well. I, I guess I got like halfway through, and yeah, it's it's they're pretty good. I'm surprised how good they look because I mean it doesn't feel like it, but the game is like over ten years old now. The the original rebooted Tomb Raider. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, I. You know, I had to go on a, on a tangent about Tomb Raider, but yeah, I played like three different Tomb Raider games over the past couple of weeks. I played like Tomb Raider Anniversary, which was like a remake of the original PS1 game. I played the sequel to the reboot, and I played the sequel to the original. I've been on like a Tomb Raider kick, I guess. And did then, you, did you play the old, like the older ones when you were younger, or you just yes, okay. yeah. My mom and I would play the original one on the on the PS1, so that was always. It's kind Got of it. a nostalgic thing for me. That's I guess cool. That's why I was playing. Yeah, it was it was fun. Um, yeah, not testing related, but yeah, that's why I don't have my Glacioclasm because I was playing that, and um, admittedly, I was playing Pokemon trading card game, the online, online? version okay. of that. That's awesome. <laughs> and okay, but I heard that's like a big business now. Is like Pokemon cards. Oh yeah. Oh, it's always been big. Business. Somebody told me that um, <laughs> Jake or Logan Paul, whichever you know, they're all the same. Um, he got ripped off like two million dollars. Oh, yeah. He had like an original. <laughs> like that's tough. Generation bro. one Charizard. That's tough. That's yeah. embarrassing. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. Um, and then yeah, also embarrassingly, I also uh, got back into Persona Four Golden, the remake of that game. So, not not very proud of that. It's not like I went from Destiny to like a more prestigious game, but that's what I've been spending my time with. Um, that's cool. I also yeah. went on a bit of a retro because because I've been out a lot because of the holidays during those couple of weeks, mm-hmm. and so I figured you know I, I would still take something to play with me because sometimes I'm just you know sitting there for like half an hour doing nothing or 
and I decided to take out my, I don't know if you guys remember this one, but it, it's a Game Boy Micro. So it's, it wasn't never, it was never really that popular because it came out after the, ad, like the advance, the, the Game Boy advance and before the DS. So it was like a little advance, uh, but it's so tiny, but it's got like a, like a, color obviously backlit screen with like an integrated battery and everything i don't know it's great it just fits oh yeah yeah and so, so i can play like advanced games and, and game boy color games on it i don't, or whatever. I don't think and i've ever heard of a game boy i've been micro, i've been playing a lot micro. of castlevania actually castlevania. like uh, uh, yeah like the original i guess snes castlevania ported to the uh, game boy advance and just going through those and uh, it's been real fun that's awesome. That's awesome. I've I've never heard of that either. That's cool. I guess I I was the DS era. Oh, dude! I remember, I remember holding a flashlight on my neck under my blanket playing <laughs> Game Boy Advance because there was no backlight to it, and like on like blue from like 1997 or something. I don't know if that tells how old I am, but I I had the original gray brick, not to uh, like you know. I have drop. a transparent brick one. I still have it here. Ooh, you have a transparent yeah. brick. Wow. Yeah, okay. I got a transparent. Damn. I always like make my mom buy the gogurt packs at Target too, because I had a transparent Game Boy SP. I never won though. That's funny. Well, I, to be fair, that wasn't mine. I just kind of stole it from my brother. Because too, my brother got the, the transparent brick one. And I didn't get one because I was like a football kid. Like I, I wasn't into games when I was a kid. And then during elementary school, like Pokemon and all that stuff was going around everywhere. So I remember she gifted me, I don't remember for what, but she gifted me a Game Boy Color, which was my first Game Boy. Um, so we had a, a brick at home, but it wasn't mine. But Got I it. guess the, the Color was my, my first Game Boy. I still, I still remember that. Those were the days, Selling- though, man. We're cloning just... Pokemons on like <laughs> lunch break <laughs> and selling them to kids for like three dollars. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh god, like, that's fantastic! Oh, that was I so good. <laughs> All right, so just to just, just to continue for Pokemon. You, you, remember, you remember the Game Sharks? Remember Game Sharks? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh my god. Okay, so Game Boy Advance right now SP is going for two hundred sixty nine dollars. So stupid. Whoa. That's insane. It, Rob, what were you saying? I'm sorry. To say, uh, to, no, to continue the this ridiculous tangent, once everyone's favorite Pokemon, I was kind of curious. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh, that's what that's Pokemon, Pokemon period. Rayquaza. Yeah. By far. Rayquaza. Rayquaza. Yes. Yes. Actually, oh, I agree come with that. Legendary animal. Oh, hundred percent. What's the worst, Robbie? Four thousand no Pokemon Elo. No wait, I want to hear Scotty's <laughs> first. You want to hear up? what? Scotty's favorite one. Rayquaza. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> Seriously, dude, yes, oh, he's Rayquaza's so cool. He's like ever. a fucking okay, tube okay. green dragon thing. Dragon. Yeah, yes, bro. It's like uh, okay, my favorite one is or... like, uh, yeah, I think that's yeah, probably yeah, emerald. emerald. Like they all combine, like clash. I was like, as a kid, I was playing this at like three in the morning. I'm like, I didn't middle play school that in, like two hours. Like, this older. is so cool. Like, let's go. <laughs> my favorite starter is Cyndaquil because that was my original starter. Kind of I weird know, that he doesn't have any feet. <laughs> Which one? Those are kind of important, feet. though, right? Yeah. Dude's got feet. feet. He's, he's got feet. feet. What are you talking How about? Does he, pull? he doesn't have. He doesn't have any hind feet or hind Stop legs. Hating, Rob. All right. I'll show you. I'll show you. He has hind feet. Stop hating. All right. What's yours, Robbie? <laughs> oh, boy, Cyndaquil. 
my my favorite one is Prime Ape. Ooh, Pokemon number fifty seven. What 57. the hell is that? It's that from original it? Pokemon, like original one hundred and fifty one. The Angry Monkey. The Angry yeah, Monkey. Yeah, I, I thought it was so funny, and I still Pokemon. remember the the episode in oh, the original cartoon when he just gets so pissed and starts punching everybody. <laughs> uh, but uh, I guess w w yeah, which one's your first starter? Because I know everybody loves Charizard, but honestly, I gotta say, I started with Bulbasaur. That was my first Pokemon ever, so okay. special place in my heart. I approve. Mine was Cyndaquil because I started with Soul Silver, Mudkip. Oh, you guys have like some of the best starters. I'm glad. Mudkip was my boy. <laughs> Rob, except except when I had like yeah. wisely. All right, so my 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 first starter was Charmander because I didn't know any better. <laughs> Um, but he saw I think, fire I think, and he's like, "Oh, I think my favorite. Here. I think my favorite starter is Totodile, but my he's favorite, my favorite Pokemon is probably Electabuzz." Ah, that's uh, cool. Yeah, what is that? How do you feel about Electrovire? I haven't played Pokemon since I was younger than I am now. Elect Electabuzz is Gen One, man. Wait, Electa. <laughs> <laughs> I actually don't no, know the newer ones. Uh, like yeah, if you ask no. me about Emerald and all that stuff, I, I don't uh, well, I know stopped, them. I stopped playing after Gen 2, so I'm I'm with yeah. Robbie. Like I don't know yeah. any anything after Gen 2. Dang. Okay, so my favorite Pokemon in the game has to either be Hentai or the electric one. You say Hentai? Name. Your favorite <laughs> <That's Pokemon>. <laughs> <laughs> Oh god. Yeah, me yeah, too, man. No, yeah. yeah. Okay. So... <laughs> Wait, wait, what's what's okay? It's Entei. 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 And yeah, it's Entei. And no, Raikou. I know. I'm just Raikou. Ra Ra <laughs> I remember trying to catch him in Pokemon Gold back the in the stupid day. dogs are I, so annoying to catch. If I didn't catch him, I would have a terrible day. I'd be like, this day's screwed. You know what? Like, I'm <laughs> and then in I Crystal, they just give you Suicune, which is terrible. Wait, what? Really? What? They do? Yeah, and I... if you play in Crystal, when you go through it, like there's they they like because you know. Gold and Silver came out, and then Crystal's kind of like a, you know, like a, a kind of a remake of that. And that's like the first time it lets you play as a female character. But it changes some of the story beats, and you follow this guy who's trying to catch Suicune, and you eventually have to go back to the burned down like tower, and you mm -hmm. actually have to battle Suicune. And if you like, you can actually catch him. Oh. Yeah, I'm pretty sure oh. I killed Suicune in my place. Yeah, same here. I'm pretty sure I fried that. <laughs> oh, dude, all the times I, I like, because I remember in Gen 1, there was like the fight against Mewtwo. Right. And, you, yeah. and it was like a random chance in a cave. And you, it was the same thing. Like, if you killed him, you, you had to turn off the Game Boy and get all the way back there. Get him weak. Well, no, that's why you save the Master Ball for him. I, yeah, but what, where's the fun in that? I already used it on something pointless because I didn't know what it was. Probably, <laughs> well, you know? If your trainer's any smart, he'd go take the Master Ball like technology, make his own, and then sell it back for a profit. Well, if you're really <laughs> smart, if you're really smart, you use that Gen One missing number glitch and just duplicate your Master Ball. I've been playing this game wrong the whole time. Yeah, <laughs> are we starting a Pokemon podcast? Is that what's going on? Now? I was about to ask that. <laughs> Remember Latios and Latias? You know, hot take. I think they look lame. What? Latios is hot. Latias was sexy. Wait, I'm sorry. Latias? What'd you say? Uh, what? No, like as oh. far as like aesthetically <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. pleasing is what I mean. 
Oh, well, okay. I, I, at least you didn't say Misty. Because, uh, you know, that would be yeah, like, I could I never remember catch Misty. Misty. Why do you like all the Pokemon that don't have hind legs? It's weirding me out. Cyndaquil has hind legs, and I don't yeah, even so like it. Yeah, so does Or according Latios, to you, and Raikou. Gladios <laughs> and Latios, oh, I guess they kind of have hind feet, but they're, like, different. It doesn't matter. They can fly. Who cares? If you can fly, who gives a fuck about your back legs? <laughs> <laughs> That's yes, true. You're flying, so who cares? <laughs> you don't have to use them at all. Good, good point. Oh man. <laughs> so, anyways, guys, um, the Pokemon podcast will be launching. Yeah, uh, next shortly. Week. Yeah. <laughs> First one we'll be discussing Rayquaza. <laughs> My, he's the best Pokemon. The best Pokemon period. of all time. Not even close. always. Been. Okay, actually, I t- hold on. There is a close second. Close second. Deoxys. I, I I raise you Giratina. What is no. that? What? You don't know I, what Giratina is? Bro, I, the last Pokemon game I played was Emerald, homie. That was like back in like 2003. You were uh, still swimming around in a ball sack somewhere. I, I was I was one year old. <laughs> <laughs> Giratina? He's like the worm oh, wait, with that's... the red lines. Uh, he's another worm person. Yeah, he's, he's got like the dark, like, oh, yeah. that's sick. What? It's got no. the, the dark tentacles yeah, or the, the wings, depending on what the like fly and like spread them apart. Yeah, that's cool. I'm gonna have to go with you on that. I never played him before, but yeah, I have to go with that one on a second. <laughs> we have similar taste in Pokemon. Dude, so Are you guys bad. on Bulbapedia? <laughs> I'm on Google Images. <laughs> Bulbapedia is like the the I would say the definitive Pokemon wiki. Oh yeah. Um, it's but really cool too if you want to look at much up. though. Hey. I mean, I'm the kind of guy who plays for fun. Like, I, I remember having a friend who would be like, oh, perfect Ibis and all this stuff. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, I don't do that. If if you know what perfect Ibis Pokemon are, you're too deep. You're right. in too deep. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I do like, uh, there's also the Pokemon DB.net, which is great for, like, looking up all their move lists and things like that by each gen. And, like, the uh, the flavor text from the Pokedex. It's pretty cool stuff. That's sick. Yeah. All right. Anyway, anyways, I suppose we should probably stop talking about Pokemon. What were we originally talking about? Oh yes, what, what we were doing over the week? Some yeah. random game <laughs> called Destiny. I don't know. I never played it. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I, anyways, I hear, I hear it's got elements too, right? Like like uh, Solar beats uh, Stasis and Stasis beats. Void yeah, except for and... not. Some, someone. There is Stasis Pokemon type. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you imagine? Think, right? Arcuno does Shatter Dive. Surprise your whole team. Good luck. <laughs> like, that's a fun question. What, what? So, what kind of Pokemon would be like Void type? Would it be like Dark type and like Ghost. I thought ghost. Psychic, right? Yes. Yeah, or Psychic. Well, you think like Haunter would be like a Void type? I, okay, so I have a Pokemon in like fifteen plus years. <laughs> so I don't. I don't know. I'm like out of the loop, you know. One more thing about Pokemon. I remember in elementary school. In elementary school, just because I mentioned Haunt, there was like like a comic book section in our library. And it had some like, I think there was a couple like mangas back there. And I remember there were some Pokemon ones. And I liked Pokemon cards at the time. I was like, oh my gosh, there's Pokemon comic books in the library. I was so excited. And there's some like nightmares, disturbing stuff in there. Yep. <laughs> like there's a Haunter called black fog and it would like 
kill people while they were sleeping or something. Yeah. It was pretty crazy. I guess that's what Dream Eater, that that move is. But yeah, that was kind of disturbing as a kid, being a small, like, second, third grader reading that. That kind of stuck with me for a while. Yeah, I had I had one where I believe Ash's Charmillion or Red or whatever he was called in the comics, he cuts an, an Arbok in half, one of Team Rocket's Arboks in like half. And it's just like, its oh, head is shit. just like split open. It's just like spilled out all over the floor. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's terrifying. I didn't realize they got so dark. Oh yeah, I just looked that up. That's uh, That's horrifying. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You, you never want to get into that side of like questioning the morality of having of Pokemon you know, like, <laughs> basically dog fights uh, as a kid. Yeah. Did anybody watch the live action Pokemon movie? I, I was entertained by it. Also, Destiny I was say, actually, I actually the speaker really is the main character in it. The speaker. It's Bill Nye or whatever is his name. Oh yeah, yeah, he does play that guy. Yeah, the science true. guy. I just remember his like Mewtwo behind the whole thing. Yes, yes, that's yeah. He played he played Mewtwo, essentially. Oh, he did. Oh, that makes sense. No, it was actually so the like, guy who turns into Mewtwo eventually. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. It was spoilers, but yeah. Well, it's been out for like ten years, so yeah, okay. Yeah. S- speaking of dark comics, you know another one that's really or mangas is the Yu Gi Oh manga. Or I don't oh, know if you've ever seen that. Was, that that yeah, one. The first series was so cool. Yeah, those are, talk about like dark and creepy stuff. There's some there's some pretty pretty crazy stuff in that too. So, to to further the tangents. <laughs> Anyways, Rob, Robbie, what's what have you been up to over the holiday break? Or did I ask you already? Yeah, Castlevania and uh, oh, that's old right. retro games. Yep, yep, yep. That's right. That's right. Will, what have you been up to this holiday break? <laughs> I'm sorry, I've completely lost. <laughs> Uh, I've been battling this like Pokemon named COVID nineteen Omicron variant. <laughs> so you know I've been trying to evade him like the plague. So yeah, yeah. I'm I'm sorry about that. That you that know it is what it is. You know. Do you think we're gonna have a phrase like that, like in in a couple generations, like avoiding it like the COVID? Well, but like instead people, of saying avoiding <laughs> it like the plague, Spanish flu. We're in a COVID nineteen outbreak. So yeah. Yeah, so that was fun. I got, I went home and my dad and my sister were like, hey, we're positive, by the way. I was like, oh, great, sick. So I'll sit up here and watch the Great British oh. Bake Off with my mom for about four hours a day. <laughs> how was that? I, yeah. How, how do you, do you enjoy that show? I've seen it. Um, kids say it's my favorite. <laughs> oh, um, yeah, I've been stuck no, watching that before, too. I, I, I think a lot of these, like, these, um, Bakes are overbaked, to be honest. Like the texture <laughs> comes off of the screen is not as good as what they say. But you know, that's my humble opinion. You know, like I, I can't cook for shit. So you know, like I'm, I'm making Dino Nugs and mac and cheese every night. For dinner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, like I feel like a lot of judges, like the judges, will walk around and look at all their, uh, bro, their like people pastries. look at something that is absolute garbage. You can tell and be like, oh yeah, this is fantastic. It's like, bro, like who are you kidding? Like this, you can tell through the screen. This is dry as hell. <laughs> I, I'm I'm in like the opposite camp because like I was I was watching the dessert like some dessert episode recently, and um they'll like walk around and they'll look at all these like really good looking desserts and they'll, they'll like you know generally they're really nice because it's the Great British Bake Off but like they'll criticize it at all and it'll be like dude how could you possibly criticize this I would eat all of this I'm sure this is way better than like the pack of Oreos I have at home. <laughs> 
<laughs> Yet you'll eat the Oreos. Yet I'll eat the Oreos. Of course, See, my, I will. my sister made the Oreo balls for Christmas, and I was like, "Those are COVID Oreo balls. Am I eating them?" <laughs> Those are so good. My sister also makes. Dude, they Oreo were balls. so. I had one, but I was like, you know, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna like test myself after I eat this." But they, mm-hmm. <laughs> they were so good. <laughs> They're fantastic. But, Did you, all right? So when you were stuck with this whole COVID thing, were you playing any? Any other games besides okay, Destiny? So I did not bring my PS5 home, but I was playing. Quick shout out! <laughs> quick shout out! Retro Bowl on Apple iOS App Store. Fantastic! <laughs> retro what? <laughs> retro Bowl. It's like a retro like football game. I played oh, okay. The oh, okay. Hell out of that. <laughs> That's so cool. I I, I gotta no, say like, I prefer texting? those I'm older like, I'm playing sports retro games. What are you talking about? So yeah, no, it, I mean like it's it's free, it's super fun, and this is not like a plug, but that got me through quarantine. <laughs> way, way better than Raid Shadow Legends, is that what you're saying? <laughs> way better, hundred percent. This so, looks yeah, sick. I'm looking at it right yeah, now. Like so, me not bringing home my PS5 to play Destiny was a big L that I took when I flew home for Christmas. But hey, it is what it is. So yeah, it's, that's tough. That's tough. This, ah, this looks a lot of fun though. Super Bowl, it's, it's it's super fun. It's like it's free to play. And if you want to buy, like, I'm like putting on a fucking ad right now. Like, <laughs> um, I don't buy like the full version. You get like a bunch of other stuff. But I don't know. It gets me entertained. And on the flight home, that was like three hours. It was fun. Do with that cool. as you will. That's cool. But, Less... know, like all the holidays have been kind of put in weird jeopardy for a lot of people but you know make the best of it you know like is what it is you gotta enjoy family so suck with covid download retro bowl available now exactly right there yeah there you go (laughs) (laughs) so anyways that's what i have no idea how long we just talked about random things for a while but um maybe that shows the state of the game right now anyways moving on (laughs) What did you guys think of the dawning overall? Now that it's concluded, did you guys enjoy your time playing the dawning, or was it just kind of you know another dawning? I'm just so surprised by. Okay, so I don't know if you guys used the Warmind bot for Discord, but it can pull like crazy amounts of data from people. So like you can set it up with your clan, and you can do like top this, top that, and it will pu- pull out lists of people who have more raid completions or more flawless cards or whatever you want. And uh, someone pulled the list of the amount of snowballs that people got kills with, oh, and wow. I'm like, dude, I stopped at sixty something. I was like, when I realized it was a thousand kills with snowballs, I gave up on it. Some people in my clan did it, like the thousand kills and more. But then there were people in there that had like, and I'm not, I'm not even lying, like over a hundred thousand kills with snowballs. There was a guy with three hundred thousand kills with snowballs, and I just have what? no idea how is that even possible. Oh my gosh! I, yeah, how I, long does that take? Apparently, there was like some sort of glitch where you could get into a. I don't remember if it was a strike or something, or but they would make it so that they weren't in on, on their own. Uh, so like a three-man activity, you just go in on your own and then you start getting killed. Just give that man a god roll, Glaciochasm, honestly, at this point. Yeah, I mean, 
you know, if you want to spend your time like that, I guess more power to you. I just, that's just that's bad. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just shocked. <laughs> yeah. It. That's dude, that's crazy. Like, I mean, uh, that's on top. I don't know how you can sit there and just do that. That's ridiculous. I I don't even think I killed like a single person with a snowball, to be honest with you. I think I, I threw a couple in the tower and then I was like, all right. That, yeah, that's a I gimmick for about five seconds. I agree. I got like 200 or something and I was like, this is it also. I feel like I want to say I read somewhere that if you upgraded all of the perks on like with Eva, that getting like AOE kills with it wouldn't always count. And so it was yeah. kind of like and so it was like even more against you to actually do it. And so I just I got to a point where after I like I did a strike and I was like, I should have gotten more than like the 20 or so that I got. And I'm like, I'm not wasting my time with this. I don't want a thousand. It's not worth it. So, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I stopped as, as well. A friend That's did the same crazy. thing, upgraded the whole thing. And then the, the thing that happened was that like whenever he would throw them, he would freeze a bunch of stuff, but not kill it. And then everybody else on the fire team, whether it was like a three people activity or a six person activity, whatever, would get the kills instead. And if you don't get the actual kill, it doesn't count. That's so right. Kind but, of yeah, but that's the meta's fire team like setting him up to be able to farm those kills. Like there's no way you do that like regularly. Yeah. You could do like raw <laughs> sectors. I don't know, but like what? over and over and over and over again. I mean, that's true, the thing. Like true. It just yeah. really I guess the, 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 the only better way to do it was to go at it alone, which is no yeah. fun because most of the activities are, you know, are more fun. Yeah, than people. Like, but like, what's the point though? Like, you're not triumph score. Know. That's it. It was just too many kills. That, that's, know, that's the only thing because I got all me. the other that's triumphs like, except that one. That's yeah. That's bizarre. I they just did like 300, 250, something like that. I'm I, pretty I sure like most of us would have eventually gotten it right, but right. not a thousand. Well, and it it's funny because I think you could get basically everything else done in terms of triumphs. You could get them done in like the second day, but that required like intense grinding. And I just, I feel like there wasn't enough instances and locations where you could use it. Like, yeah, you could just run through lost sectors on Europa over and over again. But it's like, is that really the way they wanted us to spend our time for three weeks? Like, just I agree with you, Robbie. It should have been like three hundred, uh, especially since each week there was a bounty to get fifty. Um, so it's like get the get the fifty each week. You've got one hundred and fifty. Maybe do that twice. Three hundred, call it good. But to get a thousand is like insane. And that's, yeah. that's bizarre. <laughs> like I don't know. Like I didn't even know there's a challenge for it to be honest. But a thousand yeah. is kind of bizarre. Yep, there's just a triumph score. That's it. I, I don't know if you could even put it on like a, a banner like, to show how many you've gotten. People, people yeah, actually grind for that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah they do. Man. Okay. I mean, I like grinding. Don't get me wrong. Just this wasn't my, you know, my kind of grind. What's the, uh, like, what's the grind for going out and touching grass every day? Vitamin D. That's <laughs> 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 the reward. <laughs> like, that's, I don't know. That's kind of weird to me, to be honest, but. Yeah, but everyone everyone plays this game differently, right? So you can't like true, true, shame true. someone for it. Just that that felt like one of those the game doesn't respect your time kind of instances because it's like you had to go out of your way because not every activity had the availability of it 
and because it felt like it, it felt kind of bugged when you were getting kills with it that it just it, it just felt like they should have like midway through the the event they should have dropped it down to like 50 or something and just let everyone get it because it just seemed like such a a complete like waste because yeah now you're like we're we're kind of like wow who would go out of their way to do this and it's like obviously for some people they enjoy doing that but i agree with you it's like i there was no way i was going to spend my time doing that like i felt like there's better things that i could be doing yeah and i think oh. it's just like on on different levels of you know what you enjoy because i have friends for example like i can run uh the dungeon you know 10 times in a row because i'm trying to get a roll and i have fun you know we're, we're like talking and playing and whatever and i have fun but right. then i have friends who are like yeah i don't want to do the same thing 10 times in a row and even for them that's like too grindy so right like, i guess it's you know it's, it's up to you like the amount of you know time you want to put into something super specific well that that goes into the problem of the the boost that you get from playing repeated strikes and then being penalized for like going to orbit and going back to the tower or oh like especially with the dawning people were pointing out like oh let's say you had a bunch of cookies that you need to deliver to fail safe well if you load into a patrol space you've lost your your uh streak and you have to start it all over again and it's like why is that in there? Why, like, why does that exist? And it just, I, I get that it's cool that you get a bonus for playing something repeatedly, but the fact that you lose it so easily, and, and I agree with you, like, there's certain times where you want to play, you know, 10, 10 strikes over and over again, or, or 10 dares of eternity, and there's other times where you don't want to do that for that long, and then you're penalized if you go and do something else, and that kind of feels a little weird. Right. And what about the Postmaster? I want to bring this up now that you mentioned that. like. Why does it only work one way? Why can't I ship my cookies, you know, give it to yeah. the postmaster and have them delivered? Like, I'm willing to pay some glimmer for it, you know? <laughs> yeah. Bro, I turn enough cookies, like, to give the tower diabetes, honestly. Like, <laughs> yeah. I turn in so much shit just for, like, one decent roll of the glaciochasm. Um, but, you know, that's a different topic in itself based on the weapons that we got this season anyways continue on <laughs> i was actually yeah. going for the avalanche low-key like i wanted the auto loading. Okay, i was too i got auto loading vorpal yeah you that's got what it? i went for yeah, too. yeah i, I kept going yes. for it but i never got it i, I kept getting glacial classes which i'm not complaining but i still wanted the avalanche that i didn't get i was like this could be decent one day like i don't know i'm not very good at pve so i'll keep it in you know if there's like a raid recommendation like hey must have avalanche with auto loading <laughs> hey i'm right in there you know um, <laughs> well i'm set exactly <laughs> but i didn't really know what to go for i did get subsistence um rampage on the smg but i don't know how good that is because i've never used it before, so if anyone yeah. wants to elaborate on, you know, the usage or if you think it's good or not, then by all means, let me know because that's the only. I have oh. no idea. I did not grind for any. I have no idea ever what to get on a machine gun. Like I don't know what I want on a same. Machine. Same. I I have a page feeding frenzy and all the good perks on a commemoration from. Um, what is it? DSC, do you sound crypt? The radio oh, commemoration, yeah. Yeah, I have that with all like with 
yeah all the good stuff everybody said to keep but like i don't really use it to be honest like it's not i i, I don't know like I, i'm yeah, not good at pvp I so I, I don't know what you know but yeah I, I, go for oh, it no no i i'm just saying like i i don't know what to use like i i don't know what like to what what to be looking out for yeah I have a I have a Firefly rewind round corrective measure that I just kind of use for things like just general play. But yeah, there's always the question of like what I, I think you can't go wrong with Vorpal. You can't go wrong with like subsistence or like if you can get like rampage or something like that on a But, but didn't Vorpal get a nerf for like heavy weapons? Yeah. Yeah. But I mean Is it enough to like actually notice it or I, I haven't really toyed around with it that much. Like, I feel like, well, that's the thing is like heavy machine guns are not good for DPS. Um, okay. So like, that's not going to be your go-to anyway. Like here we've got like Thunderlord just kind of like sitting in the corner, not being really useful. And it's, it's a shame because they brought it back. Everyone was really, really excited. It's There's still no like catalyst for mm -hmm. it. What's that? They're great for ad clear. I mean, that's, how I used them. Yeah, no, th yeah. That's how I use like the commemoration is like just and like dares, for example, just like add clear, just getting as many kills as possible for the bounty because you don't have to like use a specific weapon. Like, um, uh, this is a thing I'll recommend for you if you want to try one that I mean, is a fun role. Like, I get an hour clears, and I do have like Destiny levels, so yeah. Get an Outlaw Firefly one, and it will be yeah. the best scout rifle on you ever have. Corrective measures. I, I that rolls that. on a machine gun. Yeah, yeah. yeah Firefly. Yeah, I yeah. have it's, that. It's I like literally that. A, a scout rifle with infinite ammo. It's it's amazing. I have that, but it's it's not adept. Does that matter at all, or no? No, no, no. It's a great okay. roll. Yeah. I, again, yeah. like I, I don't know these things, so. Um, and this is yeah. like coming back to the whole entire vault cleaning conversation because you can go through mine and it's been a week on it. Um, yeah, I, I didn't know that. So, yeah, I, I never use machine guns. I feel like they've kind of gotten an awkward I, position within the sandbox right now. I feel like they're like a heavy hitting, like, primary weapon. I love them. I'm, I'm, I'm actually running commemoration on GMs quite often. Uh, it's, uh, okay. it, yeah, it's a good draw. But again, That's I don't cool. use it for, for, damage on the boss which is what i guess most people would use heavies for yeah so what do you use i mean what's your strategy with dps if you're using a uh, machine gun in a gm uh it's it's great for two things for me on gms for ad clear because you know you get a lot of ammo uh, and things tend to die like in a few shots with it and if you got the vorpal one which even though it sounds like it's for boss damage it's actually great for champions because you don't have to reload so as long as let's say you pop a shield and you you know you you can end up killing a champion with one clip or less than one clip of, of of it and devil's lair for example is one i would bring my commemoration all the time because i was running well and since it's void i would kill all the little ones that have void shields you know that to them be able to do damage to the boss mm -hmm. So I okay. always run run it on that one. That's cool. I've never even like considered using machine gun before. Yeah, same here. You learn more. You learn something. Yeah, I mean, like I'm I'm not good at this PV stuff. So yeah, <laughs> someday we'll see. No, like seriously, I'm I'm <laughs> terrible. So, so let's discuss something you are good at. 
PvP thoughts. Will oh, you played you played boy. you mentioned you played a hundred games trials last week? Trials last weekend, yeah. Um oh, wow. So gut reactions on so, the sandbox? So how's it how's it changed? We we made it out with four falls, three people who have never been. Um the sandbox is good. It's just like it, the cheesy stuff like that was kind of like under the radar has come like more to the light. For example, like um a monarch. Um this is probably gonna be absolutely fried, but I think bows should take special ammo. Elaborate. Let, let that resonate. Um <laughs> Monarch is ins- like I, I use the Monarch for a whole night. So good at holding teams down to not be able to challenge and you can like move up and take up space um i I think that is like especially yeah like again i don't want to get anything nerfed to the ground because i think pvp is like in a very good spot right now with like like weapon balancing but at bow I'm, i'm gonna get a ton of flack but i think it is very oppressive to aggressive play per se um i think destiny like for me personally like destiny is as best when it's fast paced right like you're, you're on you're on the move you're running gunning you know hot swap to a shotgun whatever i think the monarch and bows in general need to be moved to the special ammo slot because they are so good you get such a big dps like like headshots like what 163 like 167 and then, like with it's, the it's monarch, a, yeah. it's a burn. Yeah, like I, I think they should be special ammo weapons. Um, okay, that, that's that's just my opinion. And then um, the up to dom blade also needs to be either bring other stuff up, or you need to address the class because three top tree dom blade, like you know, they can um move how they want. That that like and especially like holding a cap point like a middle like a B flag or something in the trials map is huge. And the mm-hmm. fact that they get there faster than everybody else, I don't know. I just think it needs to be touched or like at least addressed. So, okay, Rob and Robbie, you have responses. Uh, I I think with the monarch is is it's a problem even on PVE, and I'm not saying like P- PVE has you know big problems with balancing lately, but. It's every time there's an overload in a GM, you're going to bring a Lemon Arc because it's just so much better than every other bow just because it keeps the champion stunned by not doing anything, you know, right. just by the poison. And right. it's literally the same problem that it has on PvP. So it would be definitely one that I would agree that the same thing that makes it good in PvE is what makes it oppressive in PvP. So it getting t- tuned down would be... I think beneficial for the sandbox in both places. So I think, yeah, the monarch is definitely. I'm not, I'm not trying to like get anything nerfed, but I think bows need to be adjusted right now because um, after the changes and whatever update we had, like PvP has slowed down significantly, um, and then like bows are kind of for slow players because you can hold a lane, you can like, you know you can hold it for as long as you want with that exotic. Um, yeah, I just think it needs to be addressed a little bit. I think I think the body damage and headshot damage needs to be reduced. And then 
uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I just don't know how to, how to balance it and keep it competitive. Because, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm not against them by all means, but at the same time, like, they are very oppressive when you're trying to hold a cap point. And, you know, another team wants to, like, not move out of spawn or something. They can just team target you with bows. And, you know, you're... Especially with uh, La Monarch, you're doing DOT. So, yeah. I don't know. That, that's just my opinion. I don't know what you guys think, but... Rob, what about you? I get it. I, get it. Um, I, I would kind of agree with everything you guys are saying. I think... I think the Lemon Arc or any like bow swap to a hand cannon is, I mean, that's like that kind of cheesy stuff I feel like doesn't have a place in the game. Um, I actually kind of would be okay with specifically Lemon Arc becoming like a special weapon. Um, because it, it like the fact that and it's also like if Ariana's vow is going to be a special weapon, I feel like Lehman Art can be a special weapon as well because it's so, as you put it, Will, it's so oppressive and you get you get tagged with it. And not only are you at like super low health, but now you're just sitting there hiding in a corner waiting for your health to come oh, back. But, and they can and see your, your whole team and, gets burned. Yeah, if they're close to you. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's like it just it doesn't that should be. If you're going to use that as your primary strategy in, like, let's say trials, you should be limited on how many of those shots you can get off, like four or five, maybe kind of sure. like, 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 I would, I, I would think two. I mean, two would kill somebody, to be honest, with the burn. Yeah. <clears throat> and, um, and, and certainly it can be a useful tool for fun, for punishing people who are maybe too clumped up, like, cause that's kind of like what Cloud Strike does, right? Where if you're too close together, everyone gets killed by it instantly, which again, Maybe that's a little OP, but that's kind of the intent and design around that gun well, is but, like. But but the thing is, like, Cloud Strike doesn't have snapshot. It doesn't. Have, that's true. That's fair. I'll I'll, I'll give you that argument. Works. Like I I got a three piece with uh, Cloud Strike last weekend on um Wormhaven, and right. like, but it doesn't have snapshot. You have to be pre-aiming the lane beforehand. Like you can't yeah. just like run up and then like slide in on a PS5 and you're like, oh, 60 frame or 120 frames. Like I, I get the headshot. Like that's, that's right. not how it is on that gun. No, I, I yeah, no, I, I, I get it. I think it has a problem. Um, and I, I would agree with you just kind of in general that there's certain weapons that have kind of been on the fringe of being cheesy and just with the recent sandbox change have kind of like brought them out um, and kind of really exposed some problem at <laughs> like, I, like we've talked about Chap chaperone is really, a problem right now um and it just it's like all the other shotguns were brought in but then you've got chaperone that has like double the range of anything else and it's like why is that a thing well and it's, all slick shotguns should have their base damage like body shot damage reduced by like 80 percent interesting for slugs yeah if you if you don't hit the headshot it should be like Maybe 10 HP off the bar. Nothing more. Because, like, what's the point? Like, you're going to slide in and just body shot somebody and melee them? Like, you do that all day. <laughs> it's like, what's the point of using a slug if you can't hit the headshot? True. So true. I think I think there needs to be, like, more risk or reward to slug shotguns. Um, but, that, again, that's a whole entire conversation and stuff. Right. Like, long for hours. Um, I, I mean, I'd agree with that. Because, like, right now, like, chaperone, like, I was using Chaperone 2 this weekend, and it was, like, 150 per body shot. All I had to do was like melee on top of your storm. Right. Like, right. This, this is stupid. Like, <laughs> I don't have to go for the head at all. Like, that's that's the whole point of the subclass. 
or the yeah. archetype. Yeah, it's very forgiving. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, and I'm not, I'm not trying to get anything nerfed to the ground. Like I think, you know, I use, I, I actually use this stuff for the first time in my career because I want to have like a good formed opinion on it. But like, I, I think the headshot accuracy and the body shot needs to be a little bit toned for like what the meta is right now, because all you're doing is slowing down the game. Like, I don't know about you guys, but I don't play destiny to play like, a slow moving like you know valorant or csgo or something like that you know i i play the game to be like fast like super quick moving like i think on your feet right like everything is like just quick fast like the movement everything gunplay is fast so i think mm. all the bows do in the game and this is just my opinion is just like slow down, slow down the game that's it yeah well it'd be it i mean they they're like the worst part of scout rifles um but, but they, they do, do the way more damage. damage of a body yeah, exactly. shot from like a high, like the lowest RPM sniper rifle. It's like, yeah, well, if I get by that, I'm not challenging for another like 30 seconds. So, right. Yeah, that, that, that's just me. That's just my opinion. But. Sure, that's what we're here for. Yeah, for just sure. to share opinions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I don't have a well-formed response, but I see where you're coming from. And I think that makes sense. Uh, Rob, I liked what you said about um, how if Ariana's vow can be a special weapon, then I guess so can bows, because they are kind of in that same category. Yeah, I mean, I don't necessarily general. think all yeah. bows need to be. I just think no. with Lemonark the way it is, and it's maybe even Wishender, it's, it's with, like a, with yeah, Wishender and Lemonark. Well, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's sure. like a thorn with precision damage times like three and burn. Right. Exactly. I think they have to be dealt with exotics like on their own. Cause... Well, just make them special. Okay. I mean, like they they do almost as much as a body shot from a 140 sniper, or one you know, yeah, like the ha- yeah. highest archetype of sniper. Just like they can do that damage and then have special ammo. I'll be totally cool with that. But I think infinite ammo and like drawing it as I don't know. For me, it just slows the game down and it's just not fun. I mean, like. I get punished by a bow player for like sliding out. Okay, fine. But like they have infinite ammo and they can just sit there and hold it as long as they want. Like that's not, that's not the kind of game I want to play. So that's just me. But Rob, what do you think then if they shouldn't be special when you say they should be tuned individually, the exotics like uh, Luminarch and uh, Wishender, what do you, what would be your proposed changes to them? Me, I, I oh, sorry, I, Robbie. Yeah. Oh man. Okay, yeah, I was, I was like, yeah, I was one that said that. Because see, I, I like slugs. For example, I'm gonna bring that one back a little bit to chaperone. I used the one from uh, previous season, the last one. Um, I forget the name right now. Wait, give me one second. Um, so Sojourner's Tale. Sojourner's Tale, right? Yeah. yeah. So. I really like the Sojourner's Tale. It's it's got like crazy amounts of, of uh, handling and stuff, and it's great. But it doesn't do what Chaperone does. Like it doesn't really hit the body shots that hard. Like it's got that you know, like the headshot would get a kill, and not always, which is kind of funny. Uh, so I think like that one is pretty good and pretty rewarding as it is. But Chaperone, yes, it's an exotic, and it's got like obviously you know. It's gonna be better than a legendary, but with bows, it's kind of funny because with the bow, you get the quick access link on legendary, so you can switch instantly to like a hand cannon and just finish a kill off, right? Which you cannot do with the exotics. 
So I think that's one thing that separates them. And it happens the same with like hand cannons and it happens the same with Ariana's bow. And Ariana's bow is special ammo because it's pretty much a sniper rifle, really, right? Especially on PvP, you can get like a, a headshot and he's almost dead. Like you can just blow on the guy and he's going to fall over. So I feel like, like especially in cases like Le Monarch, that's also having, you know, it's so good also on PvE. You can see that there's an issue there just for balancing. Not that it's not a fun weapon to use on PvE, it is. But I would prefer it to not be so then, you know, we could have other options. Because I think when something is that good that it's making you not use the other options that you have, especially with bows that it's kind of like an acquired taste. I think a lot of people, when they get into Destiny, they don't, like to use bows at the beginning is kind of weird you know they, they want to use hand cannons and they want to use i don't know scout rifles and auto rifles but once you start using bows on pbe for high-end content and then you realize how good they are uh, you know you kind of never go back and i think for for pvp the issue is kind of the same like i see people who run trials and they have a sniper rifle and once they run out of the sniper ammo they switch to a to a bow, right? And they will keep using the bow the same way they were using the sniper rifle, just without the scope. And then when they die or the round ends, they switch back to the sniper rifle so they can start again with the sniper rifle and the scope. So once you see things like this happening over and over and over again, then you just kind of start realizing that it's a balancing issue. And I think the monarch is way too oppressive, like Will said. I think it should be dealt with on its own, like same as Chaperone, maybe not bring them to the level of legendaries, but address them as what they are, like, you know, better. So if Chaperone's going to be the king of headshots, make it the king of headshots. Right. And that's you, it. You, you get rewarded for hitting your shots, not just, yeah, exactly. you know, So I would agree with what yeah. Will said, like bring down the body shot damage and make it the king of headshots. Sure. And same with Le Monarch. If you're going to make it super oppressive, make it a special kind of like Arena's Bow is and Rob's it. I think uh, that would be like a good compromise, honestly. Yeah. Um, I'm not trying to get like the subclass nerfed into Oblivion, but it's it's very oppressive for aggressive players. I'm not, I'm not saying like Destiny like or Bungie has to cater to aggressive players, but I'm saying like like this, this whole like this game in general has always been about being playing fast. Like that's the difference between like this and Halo. The fast gameplay, the fast gunplay, all that kind of stuff. When you have the bike bows and like chaperone, like where they are now, it's just it just slows the game down, to be honest. Because like if I get body shot by a chaperone, I'm either dead or I'm not, you know, I'm not challenging for another like 30 seconds. So that's just my gripe. You guys made some really good points. I wish I could give my further opinion on this. Rob, do you have anything to add? Not not specifically about bows and, and all of that. I, I mean, I've got some other stuff to say about the sandbox, but I mean, I, what, what you guys have all said, I, I agree with. Cool, cool. Uh, what do you guys think of... Um, Will, I know you mentioned the Dawnblade thing with uh, capping the points and stuff. Um, the two Robs, what do you guys... What's your response to that? Go for it, Robbie. Well, it's it's always been a a subclass based on movement right and i well at least personally as a warlock main that i played like seasons just without having other characters i always liked the movement on it and and i'm my i'm not don't, i'm not gonna say i disagree it's just like i have a different taste on pvp games uh which is like i don't like the fast paced games right i, I honestly don't 
but but this one had like a special thing to it and then they cut it in half now you don't, you only have one dash and you have to wait until you know it regenerates it's especially i don't know i guess on trials it might be a different thing because i think on on like normal pvp it might not be as noticeable right uh not even when you're playing control points and stuff but but on trials it definitely yeah i think you feel it even more just how good it is at movement certain certain subclasses like top down and probably that's why it does feel like an issue even though it's already been nerfed to half of what it was uh but i don't know what else you could do with it i mean honestly just extend maybe see that's the problem if you even extend the the time it takes to regenerate the dash you only have one right you extend the time it doesn't matter because at the beginning of a round on trials you have the dash so you get to the center first it's not going to solve the issue okay fair enough rob <laughs> I mean it's 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 a problem because I feel like every warlock you see playing is playing with top tree dawnblade and it's obvious that it's it's best in class it gives you like some of the best movement options I mean it's the same thing there's a reason that every titan ran um everyone calls him Gary what are they called uh Twilight Garrison there's a reason every Titan ran Twilight Garrison because that that movement ability was so useful. Um, like it, it just it's it's thank goodness that the super sucks so bad um, because that that class would then be like I think way over over tuned. Um, but it it I don't I don't know what else they could do to it. Like like Robbie, you're right. Like giving it a longer cooldown between Icarus dash is something, but like you said at the beginning of the round, if you have it, then that that still allows you to get to the center point faster than anyone else. And it just, I don't know, it just feels like there needs to be more negatives to it if you're going to have that much mobility above like every other subclass in the game. It just, it's so, I don't know. But I, I don't I don't necessarily know what the solution is short of just like completely getting rid of it, which I think would you you'd have a lot of people being very upset. And I don't think that's the solution. Like I like the actual kit itself. I think it's got kind of a neat idea around the build. Um, just like a lot of the other, like there's very specific subclasses that have very unique kits to them that like you can tell that they designed it with a very special intent. Um, and it does that really well. It just I think it does it better than anything else that the warlock has. So it's like why would you do anything else? Yeah. I always say the blink is going to be also an interesting thing that keeps getting forgotten, you know, but. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's not bad, but you don't see that many people using it. Yeah. It's just cause it's harder to use effectively. I think, I don't know. Honestly, I, I again, I, I think I mentioned this before I talked to people who are really like, you know, top PvP players and they say it's just predictable but I think the dash is also kind of predictable and you can get shot as you're dashing uh, which you can't get shot while you're blinking so I think it's just the jumping and like the getting on you know it's, it's easier to control it's it's yeah. more accessible to, to like the average player like myself so that's about all the time we have today folks so thank you guys for listening to the show thank you Rob, Robbie and Will for joining me and uh, talking with me as usual. And um, 
without further ado, we will see you guys all next week. Bye. Ciao. You can put this voice recording away and go on with your life, because you and I both know you'd have me yapping in your ear for the rest of your days. Want to further the discussion? Get in touch with us on any of our Twitter handles, all of which can be found in our podcast description.